across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyman, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Alrighty, Rockstar Nation, listen up. I have the solutions if you are looking to build a massive, wonderful team that nets you a million bucks a year. Net, 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 not ECI, but net. I went to Omaha, Nebraska, and I hung out with Jeff Cohn and the Omaha's Elite Real Estate Group and filmed everything about how they sell 600 homes a year how Jeff nets over a million bucks consistently and doesn't go on listing appointments or buyer's appointments, doesn't even take calls from angry clients because nobody really knows Jeff. They know Omaha's elite real estate group. I mean, he's really got this figured out, right? We had to net a million dollars without being beholden to other people when he walks into the local mall. And it's a cool way to conduct business and net a million bucks, 600 homes a year. Five years ago, they were doing 80. So we took this, all this footage and we broke it down to 76 videos. We made 73 quizzes to make sure you get it in your head. And we included a bunch of downloads that he and his team use. We got videos of their secret team meetings, of their admin meetings, of their uh, agent accountability meetings. We got videos of their agents prospecting to real life clients. Find out how you can build a team where everybody gets along with an incredible culture, where everybody is hired right from the beginning. Massive amounts of retention here. People stay. And how agents lead generate from day one for their entire life there. I mean, it's unlike any team I've ever seen. And uh, you can get it now at rebusuniversity.com. For the holidays, we are offering 50% off and also because it's a brand new product. So it's going to be a limited time. We're going to offer 50% off. So jump on over to rebusuniversity.com and check it out. I even put some free videos and free quizzes, like three of them. I just picked three random ones. So you could go on there and kind of test drive the car for free, so to speak. rebusuniversity.com. Okay, Rockstar Nation, guess what? We are on live, and I mean really live, but th this is a recorded show, but I'm on with the infamous James Festini from Century 21. He, he runs the Beast Mode Lead Gen, and it is a hot new thing on Facebook where he goes and he prospects in what he calls Beast Mode live. And other people are watching him from around the world and being inspired by him. Now, James, I've had on the show twice before. He's episode 59. I mean, he was like very early, first year, 59. Now we're close to 400 and plus plus. And then he was 263. But so much has changed since both of these episodes. Not only has his business changed, but his address has changed. He's moved far away from wherever it was before 
and uh, started in a whole new market, and we're excited to catch up with him. Uh, he is actually driving, or he just pulled over to the side of the road, and he parked his mobile vehicle that has his name emblazoned on it and has a command center. It looks like a police, a SWAT team command center inside of it. And he is on Facebook Live now recording, or not even recording, showing me live, showing him live while I record this podcast with him. So without further ado, James, welcome back, buddy. Thank you very much. And that might have been the longest intro, but there's a lot to say behind that, you know. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I didn't know I was on twice, though. That's pretty cool. I I didn't realize I had been on twice. Yeah, I listen to your show all the time, so I, I, you know, I keep track. It's been so long, and everything changes. So give give me an update. Like, what what are you doing now? How's life? Well, I did reach out to you. Life's great, man. Life's great. It's a a new challenge. I reached out to you about eight or nine months ago, and I you're one of the first people that I shot over an email to and said, hey. Guess what I'm about to do? I'm about to leave a territory, a farm area, a community that I've been working for the last 15 years and establish myself as the number one agent in that community, 50 sides a year, and making $350,000, $400,000 a year in that territory. The school system wasn't doing all that great. And within a one-month period, I picked up, threw all my whole family into a van, uh, a big bus and we moved about 50 miles away into a whole new brand new territory uh somewhat close to where i grew up in so i kind of know the region but i know nobody i know nothing i sold my house and although right after this interview i'm going back to that town i'm still generating you know probably about four listings six listings a month in that area you know closing about four or five sites a month since i've left eight months ago nine months ago now I'm, I've generated enough business momentum on that side of the of the mountain that it's sustaining my my life over here. But it's a very interesting dynamic because the term parachuting has been around forever, where it takes a real estate agent who's a productive agent in one territory, and you know imagine just picking them up and dropping them into a whole new region. Very similar to your final question on your show, where you ask if someone was to do a survival style method of going into a blind territory and and like the show survivor try to go out and and be number one and not get kicked off the island i flew myself to the island and i'm physically there the most uh, amazing dynamic of this though is that never before has it been televised in this manner the technology didn't exist so now i'm literally marrying survivor real estate style in the beast mode lead gen and documenting a ton of this information whether it's on Periscope, Snapchat, Instagram stories, I use all of them. But you know, right now the live platform is on that beast mode lead gen. And, uh, in this amount of time, people always say, "Okay, James, you you were a top producer. Then how many sides have you closed here? What are you doing on this side?" And yeah, this that the- that would be my question. First of all, here's a couple of questions I have. Okay, so. Granted, you left everything behind. You're still going back, you know, because there's good money there, but ideally your goal would be to do the same amount of business if not more in the new area and leave that old market behind so you don't have to drive an hour every time you want to get there or more and so when you move to the new school district 50 miles away what did you do the first day to try to get business in Uh, that new zip code the first day well beforehand uh i what i did was i went into uh my 
database provider, whichever one you use. I mean, I don't want to plug or unplug anybody from your end. If you have, uh, I don't care. Yeah, I don't have any affiliations. What, what, uh, Mojo, do you Mojo, Mojo, uh, Mojo, Mojo Lead a, Store. You went out there. Mojo Lead Stores. Who you use? The Mojo Dialer has a database of phone numbers, and so I immediately went in and plugged in the new region and started picking up the phone. Actually, about a month before I, I physically drove into this town, I was already prospecting and generating leads by phone. And, and, you know, sending out mailers and not, not blanketing the city, but target marketing the people who were saying maybe uh, in my in my efforts. That was the first thing I did is I picked up the phone and started pounding the phones until I could physically be here. So when I was physically here, the first thing I did, I got out and started knocking on the doors four hours a day, minimum hitting the doors, looking for people who are interested in selling. Now, there's a very common misconception that People are going out cold calling and door knocking to get appointments. That's going to be a, a huge failure and a disappointment if you're going out there thinking, pick up the phone and get a listing. So people always ask me, what's the ROI? How many appointments you set? The beast mode lead gen is to fill the funnel as fast as you can. On the off chance that you do get somebody who says, yes, I am interested, which is always suspicious because either they're listed or they're messing with you. I mean, people just don't do that. They don't say, as a matter of fact, that sometimes at the door they do. <laughs> Come on, on in. The- yeah. So, okay. So let me, let me, let me slow this down. So the philosophy is wrong. Uh, the way a lot of people think is what you're saying. And the philosophy of, you know, someone's going to say, Hey, come on in James list my house, even though uh, you've never had a sign in the entire zip code ever in your life. And you're, you're saying, no, that's not how it's going to work. Basically your idea is to fill this massive funnel that let's just call it, it stopped up and fill it, fill it, fill it. And eventually over time, uh, listings and buyers are going to funnel out of it, leak out of it, drip by drip. Yeah. Since I've gotten here in March, I mean, here's the numbers. Break it down. I've gotten two listings. Okay. That, that would send many people into panic mode thinking, oh my God, (laughs) you're out there door knocking. Maybe not. If if I was a rookie, maybe, maybe not. I mean, two listings would be great. There's probably a lot of people listening that don't have two listings right now and been in business 15 years. So, Fair enough. Uh, so, so give, give us some exact first day you got out there, you knocked on 40 doors. Right. What, what did you say? Uh, the same thing I do on the phone, believe it or not. Hi, my name is James with century 21. And I was just wondering if you're thinking of selling your house. And most of the time they say, no, I say, Oh, thank you very much. Have a nice day. And I walk away. Boom. Really? This the, the simplicity of my script, a lot of, I get a lot of crap for, for the beast mode lead gen, either in the room or at the door. They're like, well, why don't you say hi? Why don't you use just listed, just sold? Hi, my name is agent. I just listed a home around the corner and you know, slam, you know, the door closes or hi, my name is agent. I was just wondering, when do you plan on mo-? I use, I got one objective. Are they interested? And my prospecting technique is tremendous psychological intuitiveness that I am listening and carefully watching for that response. I know they're going to say no, but there's a very, very clear difference between someone saying no and no. As I mean, it's automatic. I know that if if I got on the phone with a great telemarketer and I and they use their script and I use my script, that I quite possibly would extract probably 90% of what they extract to be a lead based on my listening skills 
as to what they're saying on that note. When I call someone or I'm at the door and they say, no, I don't just say, thank you very much. Have a nice day. I say, do you think maybe later down the road you'd reconsider? And at that point, I guarantee you, if they are thinking of it, they will say, well, maybe. Oh, you have any idea how much the house is worth? No, no. I mean, it literally is just me looking for the smallest granule of possibility or reluctance in their tone of voice on the phone and at the door where I will, again, if, if you get on the phones and I get on the phones and we call the same thousand people at the end of the day, I will probably have the same names and numbers that you do by asking my questions just based on my listening to their no. Yes, they'll say no. And if we're counting no's, that's fine. My angle is not to look for yeses, but to look for maybes. Wow. And take those maybes and follow up with those. I, I've never heard this before. This, this is fascinating. And, and I want to go back here and, and, and dissect this. So first of all, you're not saying your last name, right? Which is on purpose because you're trying to simplify it. You're trying to make it friendlier. Hi, my name is James with Century 21. I'm just wondering if you're thinking about selling your house. Here's what I think. I get telemarketers call me on the phone doing a survey, doing whatever. And they're like, blah, 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 and they're saying like 12 lines before I could even say, no, I'm not interested. Right. They're reading right. off this script. So here you're off basically spitting out a script that's like five words and then and then it's just math silence. Right. So they have to answer. And then they can answer no. You give them an opportunity to say no, say thank you, goodbye. But if they say anything but a very base driven no, yes, you've you then uh, go into a second question. Yeah. If I contact 100 people, if I physically speak to 100 people, I will get five people who reluctantly, reluctantly say yes. Reluctant. And I'll no. A dirty no. Like a, like a, mm, um, nah. Not right now. Yeah. Not right now. Oh, boom. And, and then, and then, I, and then you say what? I say, well, do you think maybe later down the road you'd reconsider? I'm disassociating it from me saying, I'm hungry. I'm going to close on you right now. Can we set this out in the, in the future? It really, to me, psychologically, for me asking, say, do you think maybe later down the road? I mean, there's a tone of voice. It's super, it's about as neurolinguistic as it gets by listening and using tonality and seeing what they say and then stepping in there and saying, you think maybe later down the road you'd reconsider. They go, no. All right. Well, thank you very much. Have a nice day. But even if they say, no, again, when I say maybe, I don't delete the lead. I don't, I, I will mark it for 30 days from now and put a little quick code on there saying not. I have a short code, almost short, you know, uh, shorthand style where my notes will say not. That means that at some point I had called them about a month ago, I will go back in blindly cold again. Even if they say yes, I'll still go back blindly cold in and ask the same question. Do you think maybe late? I mean, it's almost as if okay, I'm starting okay, over. So a couple questions. First of all, how do you know what their name is? Uh, it's in the, it's in the, uh, the dialer. It's in, so in, in Mojo lead store, it's showing like, like you're knocking on my door. You right. don't, you don't know my name, right? But you're going to, you're going to look it up somehow after I say maybe next year. Yeah. I mean, that's a very different, if you're talking on the phones, I have the information name yeah, and address. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll affirm it. If you're maybe I'll say, Hey, would it be all right if I send out my card? What's a good mailing address, which again is very different between me saying the word, what is your address versus what is your mailing address? Psychologically, if you ask them for the mailing address, it doesn't seem as if I'm coming over to, you know, to, to, to get, to hunt you down. Mm, it's that's more a good tip. Yeah. And they will be like, okay, mail it to this, whether it's a PO box and they'll come in and 
and give me that. I'll follow up with a letter. I'll send out the letter a couple of months later, you know, a week or two, depending on their their answer will be depend on what how, what level of follow-up. And everything I do is just based on massive amounts of prospecting, extracting the cream, and then following up on the cream. It's not as if I'm abandoning it. I'm gathering lists of people who say maybe and then following up. So you're asking about the door. I don't know their information. I do use this, an application called Spotio, which is a door-to-door selling app that drops pins. It tracks me as if you would track Google Maps. And as I'm walking, you can see me on that little blue dot, just like you're driving. And I tap on the roof and it'll say you're at 123 Main Street. It just knows geocode. And it doesn't have a name, number, and address. I do have, it does have the technology to import, but I don't want to know that stuff. I don't need to know that stuff. At that time. But if they say maybe, right? Next year, when, when my daughter graduates as a senior, then you go to your Spotio and you tap it and it, and it remembers that that's a house to follow up on. I mark it as a lead. Oh, a funny thing is though, when I first came into this town, the first day I was door knocking, I got, you know, left my propaganda at the door and I got a call from a, a an elderly, leaving a voice message saying, Hey, you know, you knocked on my door. You didn't, you, you weren't there, but, uh, you know, this city has a do not knock list and I want to make sure that you're in compliance with that. I hope, you know, I'm on the do not knock. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Immediately stopped my knocking, got in the car, drove down to the city of your Belinda I'm like, what is this do not knock this? Oh, yeah. You so I had to get fingerprinted. I had to go down to the police department, get fingerprinted, register my, you know, my firstborn, all that sorts of stuff. And then about two or three weeks later, so I had to stop prospecting in this town. Uh, but I went down to the city, filled out my application, got what I needed to do, ran down the police station, got my fingerprint, and then drove back over to the next city over that didn't have that and started knocking more. I was like, okay, next. I went to the next city, generated a couple of leads there. And, and then you register with the do not knock list. I imported it into Spotio. Now I can see these little red indicators that show. There you go. Do not. That's awesome. Okay. So let's talk about these, basically the, you know, these two listings, right? So here you are, you're cold and you got two listings. So tell me about how you got them. The first listing was an expired. I do call the expired, but the act of calling expired is not something that you sit down and say, I'm calling them. It lasts about 60 seconds, 90 seconds, and then you're done. Now what? You go on to your colds or whatever. Uh, but I called them. It was a lady who just happened to have been expired four or five times, went through a few agents. It turned Wait, out it was a short stop. Four or five times? Uh, following up with her. Oh, I thought you meant she was expired four or five times. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was expired about four or five times too. Who gets expired Maybe. five times? And why would you? So you, <laughs> I was on the market like five years? Uh, well, most agents around here do 90 days or six wow. months. But yeah. Okay, it so, so, you, so you, you, you basically listed and expired, and you sold it. Yeah, I go in there. Uh, close on her pretty hard. You know, it was probably within the first month or so I, I went in and uh, got the appointment. It was actually rather easy, oddly enough. It, there was really no objection. You would think that it would have 100 other agents lined up, but it was, yeah, I, I think it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, they didn't want it. It had been, been unsold with five house. other agents. <laughs> it was a good house, good price. There was really no reason not to approach it. And so I got it. It was a short sale, so it was obviously priced right. And I've literally been in short sale hell for the last six months. It's been sitting, uh, you know, losing a buyer, renegotiating. We finally got a counter from the bank yesterday. Uh, but that's the one. Okay. The other one I got Fair from enough. a door knock. Uh, I was going door to door. And w- one of the guys said, yeah, I'm, I am actually interested. We're talking to other agents. And uh, I said, well, great. I'd love to have an opportunity to come back. You know, obviously, you see me here. I'm at the door. I'm a hard worker. Is there any chance I can come back out and talk to you about 
you know, marketing and pricing is, yeah, no problem. What I did, though, is when I get that kind of lead, if they say that they're interested, I don't just say, you know, write their name and number. I stop everything I'm doing. I get back in the office, prepare a full-blown pre-listing package, take a photo of the front house, I find it, and then I'm there at their doorstep a half hour later and say, hey, sorry to bother you, but just in case, you know, you can reschedule this, I'd love to come back out. I come back out, and he goes, actually, let's do this Thursday. Boom. So I, I was able to go back in with a good enough excuse, a full-blown listing, pre-listing package, and I got the listing. And it took like four months to sell. But here's the here's the great part. I left that other area. The average price range was 300. In this price, in this market, it's 900. So I've tripled my income. That listing right there is 900 thousand dollars. So I, in my mind, I've listed like four. <laughs> of, yeah. Of no, absolutely. And I think that's a smart move. I mean, that's great, right? That's. Yeah, it's the same thing as listing three houses in your other area. Yeah, that's fascinating. And and basically, you won that one because it was competitive bid situation. You won that one because you were there. You said, "Hey, I'm here. I'm I'm. Right. I, I did this thing in half an hour. I'm assuming you told them the truth and said you're my only customer now. I'm going to be doing everything I can, you know, outside of putting a tent in your front yard and sleeping in it." Yeah, uh, it, and that was over here. People are a little more educated. They do a little more homework before they hire someone. And it was clear that I had crushed it in another town. And you can see the, the demographics. It doesn't. It's not very hard to see my success rate by a map. And uh, the daughter was there, and she goes, "James, I noticed that you know that you've got a ton of business in Lake Elsinore." I go, "I'll be honest with you. Here's here's how I've done. But don't think of me as the greatest brain surgeon in South America." Does it matter that my brain surgery is now being operated here in your Belinda? I'm still a great surgeon. It's like, all right. <laughs> so it, was, it, it doesn't matter that I, that, that, you know, I've been doing surgeries in, in another country. It matters that I'm a great surgeon. Absolutely. And, and you move there. So, I mean, your, your heart and soul, I mean, you're, you're committed, you know? Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, to get back to the numbers game and, and the funnel strategy, I right now have, over 200 names and numbers of people who have said maybe or yes in my database. That is not a, a Zillow list. That is not like a blind maybe. I have, I'm very convinced that by this time next year, I'm going to be the number one agent in this town. Nice. From nowhere. From nowhere. How do you have two? hundred leads of people who say maybe but it's based on how much momentum i'm gaining but after the new year it's just going to start popping and popping and popping so i'm not sweating that i don't have it now thank god you know the other town is feeding me to sustain it but i'm it, i mean imagine a machine imagine paying uh trulia or realtor.com or zillow x amount of dollars and getting two bona fide listing leads a day for the last eight or nine months telling you, man, my database is golden. And after, you know, after the new year, I did pick up one about two weeks ago and, uh, the guy canceled the next day. I was heartbroken because it was right there in that same community as I'm trying to hustle now. And then I've got two more in that same pocket where just yesterday I was out door knocking. And this is a, a testament to my effort. Just yesterday I was out door knocking and two doors, when they opened the door, they said, Mr. Festini, how you doing? Dude, from zero recognition to knocking on a completely blind door in a similar neighborhood. For what what, what is a rumor just getting out that there's this random guy, James Festini, 
going around knocking on doors? I mean, how did they know? If you've only have one sign I, in the my, neighborhood. Well, I I probably held about 15 open houses on that house that didn't sell or okay. just sold. <laughs> um, I, every time something happens with that property, uh, I'll deliver a, a flyer or a pamphlet. But it's a, it's a small enough town, yet a, a, enough people know enough people to where, yeah, I mean, I sponsor, I, I, I have this van which no less than three times a week, I run into a complete stranger who says, I see your van everywhere. Oh, you've got that, that vehicle, that, that van, that sprinter bus. They say these things because, again, I am effective at coming out of obscurity and not being recognized. I, I've sponsored the, uh, the local football team. So I've got a big-ass banner on the football field, the varsity game night. I show up there in a suit you know, uh, at the game. I'm just kind of walking around standing, but it's about being present that again, if I do what I did in my previous town in this town, it's on because I've done it over there. I'm like a micro celebrity where people know me, they see my signs everywhere. I'm doing air quotes for the audio crowd, but that's <laughs> the kind of establishment that you want to do. That's the goal in real estate is get to the point where people say they see your signs everywhere. I, you know, I'm thinking about selling my house. Can you, you know, can you help me? And if I could duplicate that in this area, which I have no doubt about it because it's, there's no, it's not impossible. I'm doing it. People are starting to call me out, know who I am. It's just a matter of time. I just keep stuff in the funnel. So every day I do it. What? Okay. So, so tell me about beast mode. Like what, what is beast mode? What are you doing with these live videos? What's in it for you? How does it work? There's nothing in it for me. Uh, I'm jabbing. Jab, jab, jab. There's still no right. You, you know, there might, but 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 it might be a way to keep you accountable, right? If you know all these people are watching you prospect, you got there's it. There's accountability, right? I mean, you you can't take a pause and sit back and and check your email or whatever because you're being watched as you prospect. You want accountability? Go live on Facebook <laughs> to a group of your peers and say, "I'm about to call." They'll call you out. So yeah, absolutely. If anything, it's the cheapest accountability partner I've ever had. It, it inspires me to demonstrate because I'm not showing people what they want. I'm showing you what you already have in this room. And all you have to do is just recognize that it's in you. And that if you see someone getting yelled at, if you see someone. <laughs> now, can they actually hear when you're in beast mode, right? Let's say I'm, let's say tomorrow you go in the beast mode and, and beast mode is where he, he calls, you know, people with his mojo dialer, you know, addresses that he's bought. I mean, phone numbers he's bought or what have you and ask them, do they want to sell? Same thing he does right. on the door knock, but he does it on the phone. So if I'm watching you in beast mode, can I hear the little grandma on the other line saying, Oh, no. maybe. No, no, honestly. Um, but I can hear I you. And you're, yeah, and you're reacting to whatever she says. Yeah, it, it's illegal. I mean, I'm not an attorney, but it's illegal to record conversations without them knowing. And when you see these other real estate gurus, but, you know, airing that conversation in different states, it is different. But unless the person knows they're being recorded, I just don't do it. But you can you can only guess what they're saying. I mean, it's it's not that hard to figure well, out. Well, yeah, I've, I've seen other ones like Grant Cardone does it. You know what I mean? When you, you don't hear the other person. You just hear him. But it's, yeah. You know what they're saying. Yeah, you know what they're saying. Yeah. It's not hard to figure out. You know, I'm listening. I, I'll make faces, you know, while I'm there getting animated. If there's a hot lead, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll animate myself. But for the most part, uh, when I am door knocking, yeah, you can hear them. 
But again, with regards to privacy, I'm real careful. Obviously, if they say, yeah, I'm interested, and I say, okay, great, you have any idea what it's worth? And they say, no, oh, hey, I'd love to send you an email or maybe keep in touch. Would it be all right if I came back? No problem. What's your number? And at that point, I shut off the feed because I'm getting a lead and I don't want to, you know. You don't want to give it to your competitor. <laughs> I don't want to. What, what a good way to get leads, right? Well, yeah, yeah be like, yeah, I'm going to so go I, in a private very room here. Careful yeah. and cautious with regards to privacy and making sure that these people are, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. So, and so how many hours are you doing a day now? My goal is to, to communicate with hundred decision makers a day. A hundred trans- communicate with a hundred decision makers. Tell me what that means. So what is your definition of communicate? Well, five years ago, when I would go on to a dialing system, my goal was to talk to a hundred people a day. That means I would ask them, hi, my name is agent with company. And I was just calling to see if you had any interest in selling your house. And they were either yes, maybe, or no. That's a, that's a decision maker. I didn't count the people who say, okay, como? This is a rental. Uh, You're calling. uh, No, this is Subway Sandwich, man. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Okay. Someone who says no. It couldn't be a kid saying my mom's not here. It couldn't be a a renter saying, you know, I'm a rental. It it would have to be someone who says. So my goal back in the day was 100 contacts a day. Contacts. But over the last year or so, because I keep such accurate numbers of my prospecting, you know, whether it be on Spotio or Mojo, the contact pickup ratio, where before I could be on the phone for four or five hours and I would speak to 100 people, now it's eight hours to get to 100 people. Hmm. The pickup ratio has, has slowly started to decline, where sure. cold calling is right at about a two to five percent pickup, meaning that if I speak, if I dial a thousand phone numbers, that maybe 20 people. I used, I used to pick up everybody that called me and uh, irregardless of whether they were in my system or not. But now I have so many people in my cell phone. I probably got over a thousand names right in my cell phone. If a name doesn't show up, I don't pick it up. Now I'm not a real estate agent, so I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not, no one's really calling me about real estate. But if I was a real estate agent like you, I would be, you know, I'd want to pick up every single phone call. But I think as a consumer is what I'm saying. I certainly pick up a lot less than I ever did. You know, I do um, use my uh, caller ID. I mean, I'm, I'm, there's no like blocked or locked number. Obviously, you'll get less pickup if it's a, a hidden number. But I, I do use my uh, cell phone caller ID and very seldom I'll get star 69, which star 69 will not even be a real thing. It's almost faded out. And you know what star 69 is when they, yeah, which says blocked. Yeah. Uh, when they, they, it's a code in the phone book and the phone company where if they call you and you miss a call on a landline, you hit star 69 and it calls you back. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Now with cell phones. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Younger generation. They're like, what's star 69. I'm like, you don't know what that is because you don't have a right, a right. Uh, so the callback sometimes it happens, but again, the pickup ratio. When to answer your question, what does it mean to speak to a hundred people? Is it takes me about three hours, three and a half hours to knock on fifty doors. Okay. My goal is to knock. Honestly, my goal is to knock on one hundred doors a day, which is about four to five hours. That's my goal. If I knock on one hundred doors, I will get. 30 people to open up their door. If I get 30 people to open up their door, I will guarantee you that I will generate at least one, if not three, bona fide listing leads that will say, yes, I am interested. Not right now. Here's my name. Here's my number. Here's my email. 
give me a call after the new year. And I mean, dude, seriously, you can't buy leads like that where they see your face and you can put them into a, a, a drip campaign and follow up with them and get their name and number, which is unlisted anywhere else. You're you know, no longer on the yeah. call. Yeah. You can't find them or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's the hottest lead you can possibly get. And I've got, you know, uh, from the doors, I've got 150 of them. That's great. 150. Yeah. So, so I, th- I, I, yeah, in, in the town with an average sale price of 900 And I so I think what's important to look at here is, you know, he's been here seven months and gotten two listings. What to look at here is he's got 150 to 200 people in his funnel in a 900000 price range market, which is a massive amount. And I guarantee you that when we talk again, if we were to talk in, in, in another year, which we will, you're going to be making a ton of money having a, a, a massive business from just, you know, continuing to drive forward day after day in this sort of market, in this new town of yours. And I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm glad that you actually did what was right for you and your family and for your soul and, and got into a different environment. And, and I'm excited to see you thrive. And so, so anyways, James, I really appreciate you coming on today. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for filming us on Facebook Live. And I'm going to put all of James's information on hybendigital.com backslash James Festini 3, the number 3, James Festini 3. And I'll put a link for his Facebook page beast mode lead gen or you could just go on facebook and type in beast mode lead gen and you could watch him cold call and keep him accountable to doing what he says he's doing and watch him personally become the number one agent in his new market james thanks so much i like that (laughs) thank you very much pat for sure This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.